Well, hello and welcome to the People Podcast. It's uh, Pastor Ryan here, Senior Pastor of C3 People. And today I'm really pleased to have uh, Tim with us. How are you, Tim? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, some of you may go, who's Tim? <laughs> and you might know Tim if you visit one of the best cafes, I think, in town, Hoobro. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> you, you are the creator and the owner of uh, Hoobro. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Along with my brother. All right. He's off in Sydney, isn't he? Oh, he's in Newcastle now. He's come back. Yeah. The prodigal son. Of sorts. A little bit. <laughs> so that was something you kind of dreamed up together and did? Yeah. So it's Hubro is short for Hughes Brothers. Hubro. Hubro. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. And you're married? Yes. Harriet? Harriet, yes. Who's uh, quite a go-getter herself, really. Do a firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you guys playing down at the indoor sports centre when I used to work down there. I owned it yeah. um, uh, years and years ago. Would have been back when you were at school, I reckon. <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> um, yeah, so Harriet, been married how long? Oh, what year is it? 2019, still. Coming up to 10 years. Come on. Yeah. A decade. Yeah. Dated for a bit longer than that, though. Yeah, we're high school sweethearts, so it's a never-ending love story. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes in a good way, sometimes yeah. <laughs> And then you have one son. Yes. He's how old now? A fresh baby boy. Well, he's not fresh. He's uh, what, 19 months old. Coming up to two. Come on, it's getting real. He's moving around. Yeah. It's really fun. So I, this is... Yeah, I mean, you really are both go-getters. you got Harriet, who's like an, the head of senior school at her school, or, or has been in that role uh, prior to that, yep. having a baby. You're a cafe, self-employed owner, stepping out. How do you do all that? Um, I mean, it sounds more glamorous than it probably is. but uh, And then renovating a home at the same time, currently. Yeah, we just thought, how could we make our life a little bit more difficult have a do a reno baby and do a reno at the same time are you are you happy about that or not oh yeah when it, it's nearly finished <laughs> when it's done <laughs> nearly finished yeah. as you do with a reno yeah yeah hopefully the end is in sight but um i don't know it's just life i guess yeah just fill it out seven days a week getting it done yeah. it is like that it is quite remarkable did you always want to be in business was it something that you dreamt about as a young boy were you like no. No? <laughs> no. What were you thinking? Um, yeah, I'd, I think I struggled at, in high school. Everyone else seemed to know what they wanted to do and I never knew what I wanted to do. Seriously? And then even into uni, I think I started like three or four different degrees before I finished one, but um, yeah, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Wow. Um, what, do, what, what, what degrees? Well, I started off doing natural history illustration. Interesting. Yeah which then into visual communication or graphic design, then into nutrition and dietetics. Okay, big jump. Yeah, and then I finally decided to finish food science and human nutrition. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Didn't see that at the beginning, no, did yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. That's quite a hop, skip, and a jump. I just needed to finish something, didn't I? Didn't yeah. Say. Yeah. And Harriet was doing teaching, obviously. Yeah, she just banged it out. She's like, I'm going to get that done. Yeah, I just knocked it out of the park, whereas I took, took a, little a lot bit. longer. <laughs> what did you dream about as a boy? What did you want to be? 
Uh, I think every boy in high school wanted to be in a rock and roll band or a, I don't know, a famous or something. I don't know. No, I didn't want, I, I had no idea. You were all about music mm. then, as growing up? A little bit, but yeah, I just never knew what I wanted to do when I grew up. So what, the what? idea of doing something later was a bit scary, but... It what what did mum and dad kind of encourage you, or uh, did, were they kind of that voice of that was you, sort of like giving you guidance? You can do or? anything. You're special. Oh, is that every, right? Yeah, every every good parent, <laughs> you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. What did they do? What was their background? Uh, mum's a, a lawyer, and dad is well, he's a engineer slash database computer programmer guy. Yeah. Wow. So both sound quite intelligent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, but good good upbringing. Oh yeah, yeah, the best. We're still uh, very much part of the weekly, <laughs> the weekly uh, grind. All right. Mum and dad, grandparents now. So yeah, they I'm keeping them very busy. Babysitting, <laughs> right? As you do when yeah. you you're running a cafe and, and try and retire and just the fill up their week. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. And what, one brother, is it? One brother, one sister, yes. Yeah. And what did they go on to do? What was uh, their kind well, of... Phoebe, my young sister, has just finished speech pathology. To okay. make sure I say that correctly. I know. You don't want to get speech pathology. Right? Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> just go. Yeah. That way you become a client. <laughs> it's a trap for young players. Yeah. And uh, Duncan is a, he's, uh, currently a mortgage broker. Yeah, right. So he's, uh, but so you and your bro started Who Bro. Yeah. There's a bit of a history with the site that you have there on Derby Street, corner of Glebe and Derby, just mm-hmm. a little bit of a yeah. kind of plug for the cafe. <laughs> yeah. what, what was the history behind that? The building was oh, owned to, or in oh, the family? Or? No, 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 no. It used to be an old general store, but but the, the Hugh Bro, the Hughes brother's name was actually taken from my great-grandfather and his brother. They moved out to, to Newcastle from Scotland in 1928. Wow. Or maybe a bit before that. And then, so they were the uh, John and David Hughes, I think. And um, they just started every business known to man. This is back when Newcastle was just bush. And, Still establishing um, itself. And they yeah. all... S- Established around Charleston, all the Charlestown area. Wow. And um, yeah, they had like, they had general stores. They had ice truck delivery. Not like trucks. the drug, actual ice. <laughs> <laughs> Back when fridges weren't a thing, you had to get your ice delivered. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. They had safe removalists. They were removalists. They had hire cars. Yeah, they did everything. Wow. So they tried a few things as well. Yeah. And yeah, it was all old photos of... Hughes Brothers General Stores and stuff like that. Okay, so they had like a chain. So the business has kind of been in your family then yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then actually then when we were starting our business, so the Hughes Brothers eventually got shortened to Hugh Bro Investments or something like that. And then that name had just run out of its... Its registration had expired, so we just renewed it. Huh. And, um, and yeah, Hugh Bro. You wrote 
So was your grandfather a little bit of an inspiration then with, for business as yeah. well? Yeah, so my grandfather, that was my great-grandfather, and yeah. then my grandfather, he was also very involved in business. He had, he owned Gordon's Shoes, mm. apparently everyone knew Gordon's Shoes. Is that right? It's before my time, but, um, and yeah, lots Did of... Did they manufacture or just sell? No, like a, just a shoe store, yeah. Yeah, right. Um... And Gordon shoes for those Novocations yeah. that have been around for a while. Hit, hit me up if you've been to Gordon shoes. Yeah. back in the day, um, and yeah, he just ran. He managed the mall in town, Newcastle Mall. Newcastle Mall for no a long way. time, and then he was also a councillor for Lake Macquarie. He was the longest serving council council member. There you go. So very involved in business and business development and. And, uh, yeah, in, in Newcastle, wow. Lake Macquarie history, I guess. So, uh, quite an impressive family to be part of then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Longest running councillor in Lake Macquarie, I'd say that's, that's a bit... Yeah, I'll have to register, I'll have to become a council member soon if I want to break the record. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> get it started. Yeah. Still young, you can do that. Did you feel the pressure then, as, as someone in the Hubro family to kind of... Oh. No, that, I think that was more the inspiration to start off a business. Um, yeah, just, well, we sort of had the idea and it was like, well, you know, like, there's a lot of, not help, but, you know, history behind that and there's uh, value in that. So, I guess it's in the blood, you'd say, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like we're just starting out. Yeah. I felt like, well, I went to uni for, and tried my hand at four different degrees. I could go to uni again and get a business degree or I could just open up a, something. A business. Just do it. So where did the motivation go and why coffee? Um, well, I was working... Uh, so I had my food science degree. I was working as like a, uh, like a quality control manager out in the back of Gateshead somewhere. In a, in a hot shed out the back of Gateshead at a food company. There's nothing and like a motivating factor to yeah, be in a hot then shed. Then a 45 degree shed out the back of Gateshead, yeah. Um, and yeah, we just, we started making cold brew coffee. And uh, I think we sold it, we sold it at a few markets, did a few events. And then we just thought, oh, let's just have a go. And it was, we were actually just looking because we were selling at markets and then doing online orders because we picked up quite a following. And so we, I was like a little drug dealer all over town just <laughs> delivering cold brew coffee to everyone, texting someone in a car park to come out and pick really? up the cold brew. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, you got into that at the right time though. I mean, the cold brews exploded. Yeah. and But then, so we just wanted a venue for people to come so we didn't have to deliver. We yeah. just wanted a tiny... We're actually looking at a place in Cahaba that was just tiny, 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 just a little spot. Hole in the wall. Kind yeah, of and we were about, like we were going to sign at least the next day and just got a phone call that it fell through and it was like absolutely devastating. Wow. And then about a week later, we signed a lease on Derby Street. I was like... That's incredible. What have we done? <laughs> wow. And what's, what's been the toughest part of being in, uh, of being in business first time around obviously uh, stepping into it 
just learning everything. Yeah. I don't even know how to do frosters or mm. just everything. Um, and just day to day, like just, it has to happen every day. Yeah. It has to, and it has to, and it stops with you kind of thing. Mm. And it doesn't stop every day either. It's like every mm. day is a new day. It's got to, yeah. Especially trading seven days a week. It's just, it's garbage. Every day. Every day. Um, do you find that difficult or is that? Oh yeah. Even, cause even if you're not there, you're there. Even now, even now I'm thinking about making mm. sure the ordering's done it for the weekend and stuff like that. So yeah, that's real. Yeah. But I mean, it's not a big operation, but, um, it doesn't stop. Yeah. It doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, we're not running, I don't know, a bank or something like that. That's hugely complicated. It's just coffee, but still it's. It's always the same thing, managing cash flow, staff. It's still effort, yeah. It's the, did, did uh, the grandfather kind of give you some keys, some, some wisdom? Yeah, he sort of helped out. Um, yeah, he's, so it was good because he got to see us open and then he got to see my little boy be born and then he passed away soon after that. So, wow. But um, it was nice to let him see that maybe the the businesses can Hugh's businesses are continuing on but I bet he felt proud about that hopefully <laughs> would your grandfather be one of the main kind of influences in your life then would you say uh, oh yeah our family's pretty big and I think everyone's had a important role to play yeah but yeah definitely someone that I've looked up to yeah Talk to me about, uh, obviously you're a Christian, and uh, from what I know, your family's also Christian. Mm -hmm. What kind of impact has God had in your life in terms of inspiring you to pursue things, you know? Yeah, well, I think that's probably a key part of it, uh, isn't it? Um, we, Harriet and I, did a trip through America um, way before, before we decided to go into business obviously she's involved as well yeah um but we were traveling through california and visited salvation mountain mm. if you've been been there i've heard yeah. of it yeah it was built by a man named leonard leonard knight i'm not sure what year but essentially it's this huge it's the middle of the desert you're just driving for ages and you're like where the heck are we and all of a sudden this thing rises out of the horizon and it's a man-made, not mountain, more of a hill, but it, it just, it's all like paper mache and it just says Jesus loves you and it's just Bible verses all over and it's just all about this guy. Just wanted to let people know that Jesus loved them. Wow. And um, he tried everything from hot air balloons. He had like three or four hot air balloons fail that had... Jesus loves you on it and mm. and um, yeah all he wanted to do was let people know that Jesus loved them yeah. and I think I think he had one mountain melt away with paper mache <laughs> paper mache yeah and how, how big is it painted it's massive yeah how did paper mache in the middle of the desert and um, people visit it's like a tourist attraction oh wow and it's just and it's just riddled with Bible verses all throughout like and. So yeah, what, you so, had a moment So there yeah, we something? went there and we're just like, wow, we need to, what's our mountain going to be? Kind of thing, so. Wow. And um, we just, that's what sort of started the ball rolling 
of, you know, like, yeah, what, like, if stuck in a shed out the back of Gateshead, hot, sweaty shed, seeing three people a day, it's kind of hard to show people that God loves them. Yeah. And so, I guess you, you rip yourself out of Gateshead and you put yourself on, on the busiest streets in Newcastle. Yeah. Every day. Derby Street, Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. And you, you serve them hospitality. <laughs> I mean, having been in the cafe, uh, you know, quite a regular guest, it does, it has a feel there that is welcoming and loving. And it's interesting how you can, you can create an atmosphere like that. Mm, um, yeah. <clears throat> quite cool. Oh, and we're not overt about it kind of thing. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, just being a safe space for people to come and and um, often you'll see people openly doing Bible studies on the table and right. writing sermons or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then other people just there for their coffee. So, And it's just, yeah, it's about being involved. I think that's something that I'm proud that we, the staff have taken on board is <clears throat> just, um, I don't know, just being involved with people's lives and... Yeah. remembering them and what they've been doing and you know just being that positive actually voice. being in community with people it's beautiful you've just come back from Colombia mm. where you uh, were visiting where you yeah. source your beans yeah so one of the suppliers for our coffee roaster but yeah just going essentially completing the loop seeing where all the coffee comes from because we're the end of uh, a coffee beans life cycle yeah. before it goes into a cup, but yeah, actually seeing the people that um, put a lot of effort into it and their passion have been doing it for generations. Um, wow, so that that was just in Colombia, but um, yeah, it was great. It was a really eye-opening trip. And Did you have any uh, paper mache moments <laughs> in Colombia? Uh, just, just um, seeing the dedication, I guess, and just being it just makes you hyper aware of like that thing that we use every day that just this i get commodity just an everyday thing like coffee or just a what is a something you use um that you consume actually has been touched by so many hands before it gets to you yeah and how important that is yeah to make the right choice to choose yeah, vote with your dollars, I guess, and yeah, and just have an impact. It can your choice down the end of the chain can impact people all the way up to the farmer. Yeah, that's incredible, isn't mm. it? Literally a chain across the earth. Mm. Uh, you forget about that when you're eating and drinking you sometimes. Yeah, it's so easy to forget, and just and it's not just with coffee; it could be with anything, I guess. It makes you realise. Yeah. Wow. So what's next uh, for Hubro or the, the future for Tim and Harriet <laughs> and Young Colt? Um, hopefully finish these cursed renovations. <laughs> but um, I'm not sure, yeah. Not, uh, I guess, I, I know the cafe was always, like I said, a, like a learning curve. And I would like to do something else in the future that's bigger and better. Like I said, we, we sort of traded off our reputation that we had from 
doing markets and yeah. selling cold brew online to get that venue. I would like to trade off that reputation to be able to do something bigger and really, again, influence the community even more. I'm, but I'm not even sure what that is yet. Wow. Until it comes along. I love that. So good. Yeah. Well, Tim, it's been lovely to hear just a short part of oh, your story. You. And, and for those listening, I hope you're inspired just again to look for your paper mache moment uh, and maybe take a step into the future um, and into the unknown. There's, there's nothing more thrilling, I think, than stepping out and doing something new. Um, it's exciting. It can mm. sometimes be exhausting, <laughs> mm. wouldn't you say? Yeah. But there's, there's no better moment, especially when it's a, a, a moment that's led out of revelation with God, obviously following his purpose, wherever it is, and whatever it is, it's always going to lead to good things. Yeah. I believe. And uh, yeah, so thanks, Tim. And uh, be blessed, everyone, and look forward to catching you next on the Connect podcast.